0: Hey everybody, absolutely fantastic episode of the morning show today. We are joined by the one and only Ray Chan, the CEO of 9Gag, Nine 9Gag Nine CEO and of MemeLand, of course. Uh, you probably know him from the NFT collections, Captains and Potatoes and just 9Gag and MemeLand in general. We have a fantastic conversation about some of the kind of marketing things that have happened recently, like his bid for the Dookie Dash Golden Key, like his filing of a trademark for the term PFP, and ultimately, what he thinks of the NFT ecosystem and the NFT space in general right now and in the future. After that, we do uh, everybody's favorite segment, Buy, Sell, or Send It to Zero, with our very own Easy Eats Bodega. And Ray actually chimes in too. As always, this content is sponsored by So Rare. You can sign up at thenifty.com So Rare. If you enjoy fantasy sports and NFTs, So Rare is the platform for you good morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to the nft morning show very special episode today we're joined by the one and only ray chan the nine gag ceo what an exciting day we run this show monday through friday if you're just listening for the first time monday through friday 9 a.m to ten fifteen a.m eastern time each and every week where we discuss all things nfts crypto entertainment gaming technology and everything in between i'm your host p.o here with my co-host nifty nick the funniest man in the business yesterday we got nine hour nick that's nick with nine hours of sleep we don't know how much sleep he got today but we're excited to find out we got easy eats bodega the host of gmgm market talk your favorite dog the founder of Bodagos, soon to hit a blockchain near you absolutely love hearing his technical takes on the nft market we got kicks the ceo of crypto raiders a gaming ceo in his own right he's launching cyber stadium today it's a big day for kicks too he's got the steampunk look here i see on the simulcast love to see it. it looks like he's ready for his big release of Cyber Stadium. Signal, the host of Artist Spotlight, she put out a banging video with Young and Sick yesterday. Been loving here, uh, seeing her link with artists and really showcase their work in a way that we're, you know, we're super excited about, uh, and absolutely love hearing her sophisticated takes on the NFT market. Spencer, the CEO of Spencer Ventures, representing for institutional capital in the NFT space, love hearing his takes on what's going up and what's going down. Of course, our producer Clemente, we wouldn't be able to do the show without him. Last but not least, we got Bunny. Bunny, your bio just says you can't believe Vitalik dropped an NFT while you were napping.
1: Incredibly rude.
0: So you think he should have told you before?
1: Somebody should have fucking told me. I know Easy probably got some of them.
0: (laughs) I think Easy did. Uh, Well, we'll definitely DM Vitalik and let him know to slide in your DMs. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest, the CEO of 9Gag, representing for Potatoes, Meme Land, Captains, and all the different action in their ecosystem. We have Ray Chan dialing in all the way from the Far East Coast. Uh, Really excited to have Ray on the show today, second time that we've talked to Ray. What's up, Nick? You're shaking your head. Nick, you're muted. What's going on? Oh, oh, goodness gracious! can't hear me. I couldn't hear you. Could anybody hear what I was saying on the yeah. Twitter? Okay, thank goodness. Thank okay. goodness. So, uh,
2: <laughs> I was saying you gave the the wrong introduction for Ray here. This guy is the devil reincarnated himself, <laughs> and uh, I just thought that maybe this would be an opportunity. What a day to have him on! Uh, you know, uh, crypto Twitter. Um, is just enraged by this guy can't uh, couldn't be more excited to have him on today to uh, uh, discuss we had him on before and had a blast um, discussing uh, meme land and uh, I bought some meme land I also sold it which was dumb Uh, you know that never fade Ray is uh, is the sort of saying the universal saying that's uh, you know um, buy low, sell high is one of Warren Buffett's uh, sayings. And then his other saying is never fade Ray. So I'm looking forward to uh, discuss with him the trademark saga, as well as other things going on in meme land. Cause there's a lot of things going on right now. Um, this project has evolved dramatically uh, from uh, buttholes with rainbows <laughs> shooting out of them to uh, a much more evolved and refined project ever since then. So I'm pretty excited. Um, to chat should we do the uh did he do news
1: buttholes before you labs?
2: <laughs> uh, I technically he did dude he had he had pota- but it was uh potato butts doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh this man is an innovator. <laughs> an absolute an <laughs> innovator of web free uh, intellectual property. All right, well, look, we gotta we gotta talk to Ray. We have a big show today, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna talk to Ray, and then at the end of the show, we're gonna do everybody's favorite segment buy, sell, or send it to zero with Easy Eats Bodega. So I think we're gonna have a little bit of an expedited start here and just dive into the weather report. Before I go into the weather report, ladies and gentlemen, as always, the show is sponsored by So Rare. If you like fantasy, Sports, if you like cryptocurrency, if you like NFT, so rare is the platform for you. It's a free to play platform where you can play fantasy sports just like on your existing fantasy sports platforms, but you actually have ownership over. Your players' cards. So the volume's been pumping on so rare. Last month in February, they closed twenty-two million dollars in sales volume, and that includes a sixty-nine thousand dollar LeBron James card sale. Previous month, there was a two hundred thousand, almost two hundred thousand dollars sale on a Giannis Antetokounmpo card. So the action. You- what, what was that? What was that? What was that? Um, There was action uh over there as you can tell. I don't know what ghosts just came in through my microphone. Uh, but anyway, uh these NFTs are on Layer 2 Ethereum on Starkware. And at this point, so rare NBA alone has 3 million registered users. They also signed a four-year deal with the English Premier League, which is the biggest soccer, you know, football league in the world. Uh, so incredibly cool platform. Make sure you check it out. You can play against me if you join our league. Sign up at thenifty.com, T H E NIFTY.com slash so rare. But over to the weather report and the newsletter update so that we can talk to Ray right after kicks. Please take it away, Today sir. Today is
1: Thursday, the 9th of March, 2023. Total market volume coming in 79 million. Blur at 53, c at 17. Looking at the leaders, we have Apes, 70.4, Mutants, 15.3, Punks, 67, liking that blur liquidity. Azuki fourteen point seven, Moonbird six point one, Pudgies, five point seven, Beamland Captain's five point three, Doodles five point one. Over the past twenty four hours, Yuga Labs announced Other Side Second Voyage happening on March twenty fifth. The experience will be led by captains and other deed holders. Will have the chance to invite a guest on this trip. Other deed at one hundred k supply, holding almost two ETH floor. The open edition play yesterday was Gitcoin. A protocol application with the aim to democratically allocate philanthropic funds. The market went wild, labeling it as an open edition co-created by Metallic Buterin. The 9.2k collection with a mint price of 0.05 reached 0.7 floor this morning, settled at 0.5e. E. Following Manifold's open edition success, Foundation now offers the same functionality. The team is kicking off with Replica. An addition series curated by the foundation team with 35 top artists, including former artist Spotlight guest Corey Haber and PFP artist McBest, which is open right now, ends in three hours. I think that's 0.05. Lastly, controversy is hitting on Twitter whether Claire Silver's work is exhibiting at the official Louvre Museum or in the underground mall called Carousel de Lovar, which is where Paris Blockchain Week is taking place. A video from YouTuber Adrian Pocabelli surfaced the information and we are yet to confirm which location it is being used to display the works. Quickly looking at crypto, Bitcoin 21.6, ETH 1530, Solana 18.5, 4.3 Blur 57 cents. Back to you in the
0: studio. Well, I can, thank you for the weather report kicks. I can't tell if you've done drugs because of the Cyber Stadium release today because your pronunciation and overall rhythm was in a pretty interesting place. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, other updates from the Nifty Daily Digest. In, how do you say, Phil? Uh, p- p-
2: yeah,
0: nice try, Nick. Tough guy. I don't <laughs> want <laughs> to say it. Well, because well, if, if I say it, then you're going to say it again. Say is it again. Philanthropically. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Philanthropy. Ladies and gentlemen, you just can't read. Don't worry about it. He knows the word. He just can't read it. Anyway, uh, the Nifty Daily Digest, our daily newsletter, sign up at the nifty.com. Here are the updates. Crypto-friendly bank Silvergate announced it will voluntarily liquidate and wind down after it stated that it was less than well capitalized you gotta love these crypto entities descriptions it's a goddamn bank and their quote was they were less than well capitalized crypto security expert and i'll call him a blockchain sleuth zach xbt announced he will no longer be taking community requests for research after he found the business model unsustainable. Gee, th- w- what a shocking news event that uh, Zach Z- XBT can't take every single Twitter mention request to investigate random ass crypto people. Uh, Coinbase introduced Wallet as a Service, a way for companies or brands to seamlessly onboard their users to Web3 and not require users to worry about seed phrases. Gotta love progression on the technology in custody side of the NFT space. Digital Art Platform Foundation announced it has new functionality to allow the launch of 24-hour open editions directly from their website. Uh, Doesn't sound like that groundbreaking to me, but hey, they announced it. Last but not least, Alluvium, The Web3 game development team announced a new collectible card game, the proceeds of which will be used for a safety pool of funds to mitigate macroeconomic uncertainty. Interesting. Uh, One last update on the uh, Solana side. Clanosaurs, the popular Solana NFT uh, collection, has done more 24-hour volume than, get this, Bored Ape Yacht Club and is in second place overall for 24-hour NFT volume for a single collection. That's like, that's pretty crazy stuff right there. Holy shit, so it's it's literally Animoca Brands, Mochaverse, and then Clanosaurs and then Board Ape Yacht Club that is insane very bullish for solana love to see that anyway those are your updates from the nifty daily digest ladies and gentlemen i'd like to take a moment to welcome our very special guest second time he's joined us on our show this is the nine gag CEO Ray Chan representing nine gag memeland captains potatoes and many more uh, web 3 and non web 3 entities Ray welcome to the show thank you for joining
3: sir yeah thanks for having me
0: uh, we got to
2: start with the glaring issue the 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 issue the matter at hand uh, I don't even know if I can say it uh, because uh, the three letters, uh, w- uh, but in, in all seriousness, can you walk us through, what yesterday when we were discussing uh, the trademark application situation, the saga that was going on, uh, we thought initially that it was a marketing campaign. And that's how uh, Spencer even categorized it at that time was that maybe this was like uh, when um, the Kardashians uh, tried to trademark kimono uh what, what was was a similar situation is that the intention here or are you genuinely uh trying to trademark pfp and uh maybe you can explain what's going on there
3: yeah um i'll hold it say that okay uh the nifty show compare ray with uh, kim right so it's an achievement right it's already it's already a big win yeah i, I think that's <laughs> that's like a, an expected result right but uh i think uh I will take it, right? Yeah, I think for us, it's not very strategic move. It's just like a basic business move for us, right? Because I think uh, some time ago, we bought the pfp.com, we bought uh, pfp.edh. And that's why I think as a Business one hundred and one. I think uh, when we are investing resources into launching the platform, right, of course, I think we should protect our brand. That's why we submit the, the the trademark application. Right, and I think a lot of people have misunderstanding about trademark, how trademark works. I think that's why it causes some uh, discussion on the on the crypto and NFT trader. Yeah. Well, I'm
2: not a lawyer on trademarks. All that I know is that I've spent a bunch of money on trademarks in the past. And it was a uh, big
3: acquisition. Yeah. Like you you tried to apply Aqua, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so,
2: okay, so you heard that one. <laughs> yeah. so, that, so no, I actually had another one called Holler. Uh, and I own the domain Holler.com. And I spent probably $150,000 on like acquiring trade, other trademarks that were blocking it. There were all sorts of other things that were like this whole process that, that I had to go through. And I never want to go through that again, but I am wondering from the standpoint of PFP, uh, yeah, it was Agua or maybe Aqua. I don't know which one it was. I think it was Agua. (laughs) Uh, like there is some limitation around what you can and can't trademark. I saw uh, someone from your community, uh, posted a screenshot that you had of, uh, Trademarks for, and I'm blanking on the words, but it was just like plain English words that were used in Facebook, for example, trademarked book and they trademarked face, uh, but associated with social networking. And so I'm wondering, like, what the context is here. Because uh, if you trademark PFP
3: with NFTs, is that applicable? By the way, do you know that Nick is trademarked, right, in the US for phone By Nickelodeon? Categories? Yeah, Nick. No. Uh, I think it's owned by Viacom, yeah, and also owned by BuzzFeed, right? So you have to change your name if (laughs) if that's really, really how it works, right? Yeah, I I think, um, I think same goes for for other trademark. I think uh, from the business standpoint, I think it's just like a a protection, right? More than an offense when we try to trademark, right? Because I know that I'm not a dick, right? But I don't, I don't know whether Nick is a dick, right? So that's the reason (laughs) why we have to protect ourselves, yeah.
2: Uh, I, it, it makes sense from protection. My understanding with trademark is you have to like enforce it, which means like there were situations back in the day where when Facebook trademarked face, they sent the, the, their legal team, their in-house legal team, which has to you know, justify their, uh, their salaries would spend, would send out emails, um, to other companies in the social networking space and people had to shut down. Uh, their company as a result of using face in the name associated with their company and they had to rename it. So that is something, I mean, as, as much as I like to joke about it in the, in the area, I understand the face one, like that, that one is like, I, I if you're making a social network, don't have face in it. It's probably not a good move because uh, Facebook is what everybody knows. But uh, what they wouldn't say is like, uh, it would be like trademarking social media, for social media, maybe if that makes sense, and I guess that's that's what people are trying to say. It sounds like you don't think that that's the case, though. So we don't we don't need to stick on it. I'm I'm just sort of curious what the context is there. Again, I'm not a lawyer, though, so I don't have any way of like actually uh, drawing the line on what like what makes sense and what isn't. You and your statement makes sense as well. I just thought that you know w- what someone had explained to me is once you have a trademark, you have to. Uh, defend it and enforce the ownership of that trademark in order for it to be a a valid trademark as much as it's registered. So that, that was my understanding and maybe I'm confused about that.
3: I think it's it's not that complicated, right? I mean, on one hand, as a brand, as a, as a, as a, as a brand right, you need to trademark it in order to get protected. Right. That's why most, I would say uh, normal businesses, they would do that. Right? I think in Web3, I don't know why people feel like, okay, Web3 is kind of like out of the world, right? That's why, okay, we just do things in a decentralized way. I mean, there's no decentralized trademark, right? <laughs> you can't say that you, you you are on Web3, you put it on chain, that's why you're protected, right? That's why as a business, right, we have to protect the, the assets that we have and in order to really make it work for our holders, right? For our community. I think it's just like some very basic protection. I think people make it... I mean... It's kind of like everything in NFT or crypto, right? I think people try to amplify some small things and then to, without understanding the, how it works and then to, to criticize, right? And then make early judgment before they see how it works, right? I think uh, that's why it's fun to, to be in NFT and crypto and Web yeah.
2: It sounds like what you're saying is, hey, you decentralization maxis, you people that own Bitcoin, y'all are, y'all are a bunch of idiots and uh, basically the real world is the legal world okay that's corporate america world and we're not disrupting that we're just taking that framework and putting it on top of uh the crypto and web3 space so uh for all of you that are decentralization maxis oh you want to go run a dow good luck turning that into a business that's not a business it's going to fail miserably i And that's speaking for myself. I'm going to be honest, Ray. I I thought those
0: were direct quotes from Ray. (laughs)
2: Initially, they were quotes, but now (laughs) it's like shifted in a direction where I'm sort of just feeling it as well. All these people that think DAOs have any potential of succeeding, y'all are jokers, okay? And Ray seems to be on my team when it comes to that, and we're following the legal contracts, and we're more interested in actual corporations uh, running things, and uh, they follow the laws, all right? Uh, So... We've had enough of all of you people who were saying, you know, spreading false rumors about Ray's trademarks on a show called NFT Morning Show (laughs) and saying those sorts of things. No, no, no. How dare
0: you? No, no, no. Well, look, uh, how about a yes, 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 Ray uh, to that bid you put in? On the golden key. So obviously, you ended up getting outbid by basically just one Ethereum. Yeah, very, very little money. But for people that don't have context, the golden key, which effectively is the only one-of-one asset in the entire Yuga Labs and Board Ape Yacht Club ecosystem, it was the prize for the individual that finished first place in the Dookie Dash game which you had to own a sewer pass for. The the winner of that game was, of course, professional video game player, Fortnite Pro Mongrel. And we saw several bids come in on that key. Ray put in a 999 Ethereum bid, which I think at the time was something north of $1.5 million. The winning bid ended up coming in like literally you know, 1500 bucks higher at a thousand uh, Ethereum. So I guess Mongrel wanted that nice round number. But Ray, can we get some context on what prompted you to do that? Obviously, it's a pretty sizable move. And why, did he, why did he disrespect you?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm Asian. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> it was racism. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Mongrels okay. are racist. Okay. It's, it's okay if I say that as I'm, as I, I'm an Asian, right? But I, <laughs> jokes aside, <laughs> Jokes aside, right? I think um, for us, loser is loser, right? I think uh, no matter how much we we lose, I think it's it's like a fair game, right? And I think uh, I talked to Adam, the 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 winner, right? That the buyer, right? I think he mentioned to me that okay, basically they 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 um they have a deal, right? Uh, before we put in the bid, right? mm. that's why that's why the 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 bid uh, kind of like a uh, uh, went with that way, yeah. <laughs> and he blamed me for uh, inc- increasing his cost. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's it's all fair. Yeah, I, I think I got in touch with, with the seller and the buyer. I think uh, at least uh, right now we get one more followers. Yeah, we got the uh, Mongrel as a follower. Yeah, so it's a win. Free marketing, also one more follower. Total win. Yeah, <laughs> that
2: uh, just placing bids uh in order to get followers. I like that strategy. Uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um In terms of, I, it just feels like I, I don't know the the uh, mongrel. Did you talk with
3: mongrel after you placed the bid? I, I talked to him before before we placed the bid. He didn't reply, and then I placed the bid. and then he he replied. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, what 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 did he say? Was he like, uh, nah, man, you gotta give, you gotta pay me fifteen hundred more dollars"? Was there any no, negotiating? No, no, no. I
3: mean, he's he's a, he's a good guy, right? That's why he th- he said that. Okay, thanks for your. Your beard fans for all time and something like that, right? I mean, basically, I think um, the whole thing is, is almost like people dramatize the whole thing. Okay, they don't respect you, they don't respect <laughs> Meme Land and stuff like that. It's not like that, right? I think it's most of the things in life, is actually much simpler than people expected, right? And, and I think uh, for, for, for the key, I think for us, honestly, we are kind of like conflicted, right? I, I also share with our holders, okay. What if we, we win, right? What do we do with that? Should we just burn the key and then to see what you guys are doing with the with their story, right? Because the key is kind of like the, the key part of their storytelling, right? And then and even for for for, for us to, to beat on the key, it's like okay, just a sort of casual discord discussion with our holders, with our MVPs, and then we say, Oh, what if we beat place a bit on the key and then we place a bit? And then that's how that's how it works. I think people overthink too much, and for us, we just don't overthink, and then we oh. If it's fun, then we do it, right? That's that's how how that's how we roll, yeah.
2: That that was clear when we interviewed you last time on the show, uh, which was that um, you enjoy it. Well, you like having fun with your uh, company, and I mean, if anyone
3: looks at Meme Land, it's pretty clear uh, Yo, that that, and, and, that. Yeah, and by the way, that's like half a year ago, right? But I felt so long, right? I, I just checked my Canada. I went on uh, uh, the morning show uh, in September uh, seven, right before our captain's means. You guys are the first show that I, I went on to. So it's like, but I feel like it's like a few years already. It's crazy. <laughs> it's been, it's been, yeah. it, it does feel like
2: it's been a while. Uh, the thing I was wondering about is, what what do you think um, the use case is? We saw um, uh, Pixel Vault bid on the key as well. What do you think the value? Well, my understanding was, first of all, you use your own personal wallet. So it wasn't the, the oh, so it was the company. And, yeah, and
3: it's the treasury. Yeah.
2: Okay. What do you think the utility is? Uh, like the value in terms of outside of the marketing, which it you're, you already have shown uh, to have like good marketing skills. But I'm wondering like what the utility is of bidding on these different things? Or is the idea, hey, let's just bidding on this is effective enough. We can always sell it. It's an asset on the books. So it's not like we've just uh, bought a uh, bought a Super Bowl ad and don't have anything at the at the end of it. Instead, what we have is like an asset that's on the books. But w- what do you think the utility is for these different brands? Because Pixel Vault went in, uh, placed a bid as well. W- what's the value outside of just uh, the marketing and placing that bid?
3: What's the value of NFT, right? I mean, I mean the value is in the eyes of the beholders, right? If if we think that okay, we can create more value of it. Then it's a it's a good bit it's a good deal. Right? I think uh, that's that's how we see it. Right? And at the end of the day, I think uh, for for a top ad set right in the Yuga ecosystem, uh, uh, ecosystem, I think that can be fun to play with. Yeah, I think that creates a lot of imagination. And I think for Web three, basically we don't really have to think that long, right? We if we win, right, we can just okay launch a competition. Oh, if you uh, for a law creation competition, and then we just pick the best one. Right? I think that's how. That's how Web3 works, right? We don't have to think about all the things. We can actually do things with our community, right? But we have to take some action so that we create, uh, we have more resources, we have more uh, assets uh, to kind of like create the rich stories that uh, we can, yeah. So it sounds
2: like the strategy is do it for the lulls. Like basically, (laughs) uh, do it for the memes Maybe a better way of saying it. And that's uh, that's the strategy for meme land is saying, hey... Uh, we don't need to think uh, through the whole, the, like have a uh, high level plan with this. It's just uh, it's fun. So Th- that sounds it.
3: like that sounds like we are we are reckless, right?
2: So I want to rephrase <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> <That was laughs> I want to rephrase in it, it in a way that because we we embrace the evils of referee, that's why we want to take action and then grow the story, write the story with our community. That's that's a better way to put it. Right? because if it feels okay. We are just randomly placing bid and buying random shit, right? And that doesn't sound very uh, uh, responsible, right? yeah. <laughs> that,
2: that that's fair. I, I I always phrase things in probably the most uh, negative light, maybe or something. <laughs> but uh, uh, I look our comments we do for the LOLs… Uh. Pio, you, you, uh, was there anything you wanted to add?
0: Well, no, I mean, look, the whole bidding on the Golden Key was absolutely fascinating. I think it makes sense when you kind of frame it this way. The idea of you guys buying it and then actually burning it would have been really wild. Like, that would have been a wild move. At that point, you're making a billion-dollar company, you know, have a whole strategy rework uh, because one of their their assets that they had plans for is you know, disappeared. Um, shifting gears to MemeLand and to Captains, a lot of people have been... Tw- tweeting at us since we, you know, posted that you're coming on the show, asking about the captain's reveal. I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, what the story is there. You know, when you came on the, the show the first time, you you walked us through how you decided that potatoes were going to be showing their butt. And then you you debated whether the potatoes would continue showing their butt. And you're like, yeah, why don't we do a different angle on it? Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about what the story is with captains right now.
3: Do you want a serious version or the fun version? Both, <laughs> both. I mean, um, I bought, I bought a lot of NFTs. Yeah, and I understand quite well how the the community reacts to review, right? So, the longer it doesn't review, the 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 better the full price. Yeah, that's the serious version, right? The fun version would be. <laughs> the fun version would be okay, if no indeed it's not really that fun, yeah, but i think the 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 goal is how can we make something that kind of like uh interesting yeah anyway i forgot i've i lost my train of thought <laughs> because it's it's not that funny, yeah, so that I forgot it, yeah, but anyway i I feel like um the whole thing about about a gradual review is more about uh how we how can we tell our holders that oh, we are actually building more than just the artwork, right? Because I think most of the time, uh, the biggest uh, issue in current Web3 is uh, people are very impatient, right? So if you just review and then they just move on, yeah, because they get a floor and then they just don't care, right? It, it, it almost rhymes, right? And and indeed, how can we change that? It's basically, we turn, we, we don't do our, our very quick review. Basically, we want to create more victim, right? Quote, unquote, victim. In the sense that they all have like Stockholm Syndrome, right? Because they're in the community so long that they kind of like the community. They kind of like the vibe. They kind of like what you're building, right? So that, okay, even when you review and then you you get a floor, right? And then you don't sell. Because you feel that you vibe with that community. I think that's, that's the things that we want to test. We don't know whether it works or not, but at least I think it's worth trying, right? Because if we just copy and paste, all the projects are doing. What's the point of launching our own projects? Yeah.
0: Wow. I mean, wow. Uh, You know, at the end of the day, ever since the first time we spoke with you, I did feel like, uh, you know, you had a a sophisticated understanding of the NFT space. Just dragging out the reveals so that people end up getting, uh, you know, brainwashed into being in the community. No, obviously I'm I'm joking with the verbiage there. Nick, go ahead.
2: I I have questions just from the perspective of running an NFT business, which is what I'm uh, super curious about. Look, you're adept at doing so. Based on what we're seeing, like people seem to value uh, MemeLand and your NFT ecosystem. Uh, you've built a, a significant audience here, and and I think you've done so in a way where like people were familiar with 9GAG, but I think uh, I, I don't think that that's what made MemeLand what it is today. I think uh, it, it like it showed an ability to execute from an uh, entrepreneurial side of things and the ability to build. Uh, a, a company, and in that case, a software startup, essentially a content software startup. I don't know how you would categorize it, but uh, I'll do it for you. And the um, uh, but I'm I, I'm curious as someone who look, we we have an NFT as well. We're in the process of rolling out NFTs and uh, 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 premium ones as well as uh, we think that there's other uh, interesting and innovative opportunities in this space as well. But first of all, when it comes to like strategy around nfts uh, and 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 like what you all are building right now, when you think about what you're developing, how what percentage of 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 when you think about it as a business, how would you describe it? Because I look uh, to you all. I look to what Gabe Layden's developing. I look to some other people in this space. And what they've spent an inordinate amount of time on is just the NFTs themselves. And that's been a major part of the interaction. If you want to call gaming an NFT land for, so far, has really been about the game is collecting and trading. And that's been where where it's at. I'm wondering, A, how do you view that uh, uh, market-wise? Is that how... It, like? are are you focused on that element of things? And really, is that part of what, you know, drawing this out is? And uh, And the second part of that question is, how is your team structured as it applies to like NFT department? Does it exist as an NFT department? Is that like creatives? Do you have like a strategy team that's operating there? What does that look like? Because I don't think we've seen this sort of entity. There's no comparable things that exist prior to the past two years. And we're kind of all making it up. So I'm curious how you're approaching it and how you're thinking about it organizationally, like in building an NFT business. How, how do you think about that?
3: Mm, I think I shared that um, publicly that the way that we see uh, Meme Land, right, as a web free venture studio, we see it as like a free course meal, right? Uh, NFT is for building the community, right? Because you have the image right you have the discord you have the chat right so that people feel like they belong to our community right so nft is great for building community and then the way to uh, uh create value right we want to launch a fungible token right in that sense is for value creation because uh fungible token is the best way to decentralize the value of what you are creating right because even for yoga labs right not everyone can buy a board a right not even a sewer key uh sewer pass right but Everyone, if you have $5, right, you can buy an ApeCoin, right? So I think uh, a fungible token is the best way to to create value for the holders, right? But at the end of the day, there are still some people, they just want to use your product. That's why we have to create uh, products for people to kind of like uh, spend their coins, spend their their meme coin and stuff like that. And that's why we believe that the mass adoption is more on the product side. Because even whether you own U.S. dollars or not, right, you can still travel to the U.S., right? That's how we think about the whole uh, referee strategy. It's like a free course on meal and that's why i think that uh, by the way this is like what we do right i'm not saying that this is this is the the, the best way right yeah and i feel like uh, for us nft itself is a necessary condition right in in building a web3 business yeah but it's not a sufficient condition because honestly right after some time especially with the royalty and stuff right there's no very sustainable business model just by launching nft alone if you see it as a business unless we launch it as like a, a membership pass or like an artwork that doesn't really create any utility so i feel like um, that part is how i how how we see nft and and in order to on, on the uh, structure of our team basically we need to have a team that focuses a lot on the mechanism on NFT, on sticking, right? And the artwork and stuff like that. But at the same time, uh, because we are also building a few social five products, right? So we also have to have a team uh, to build out those products. Because I think NFT itself and also the social five products, right? They don't really overlap that much. That's right, why what we... What types we... of products? What, what was the... Social-fi. the... Social-fi. Yeah. So- social five? Social fi. Social five, like social, social finance? Social finance, right? We have Holders.com. We have PFP.com, right? Basically, they are how we envision uh, uh, our web free should be, right? That's why we build those products, right? For, I think I mentioned that last time. I, I'm not sure, right? Yeah, because I talk so much, so I don't really remember what I said, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, so so for holders.com, it's like a, a web uh, uh, Um, it's, it's the trip advisor for a web free journey, right? Basically, there are so many web free projects, NFT projects, and we believe that there will be more, right? So how can you find a good project? Right now, you go to Twitter and then you search and you find a lot of scam links, right? And then, or you go to Discord or Telegram. They are token gated. Right? So I feel like, okay, this seems, this doesn't seem like a very efficient way to, to discover projects, right? That's why a lot of influencers, they have so much power in doing pump and dump shit, right? And and that's why the space is, is doesn't scale very well, right? That's why we want to create a platform to kind of like help people to discover good projects, right? And then for pfp.com, what we are trying to do is uh, can we bring Web3 to existing IPs, for example, like manga, anime, K-pop groups and stuff like that, right? Instead of, okay, they have to launch a shitty collection that people think that they're cash grab and they don't know how to manage their community, right? I feel like NFT itself is very cool, but we need to help the the, the existing brands to navigate, right? Because when you look at the, the current NFT space, 80%, 90% Eighty percent, ninety percent people are only in it for flipping, right? For profit, right? No industry can work if 90% ninety percent of percent of people are only trading, right? We need people actually to collect the items, right? That's why we need to tap into the existing uh, fan base, existing uh, IPs in order to do so, right? That's how we see uh, our strategy, and we have the meme coin to across all the product so that when we launch a token it's not just a speculation it actually there are already these tokens to be ready for, for the meme coin to be used that's how we see um the whole strategy of meme so, yeah.
2: so we have a uh, a similar uh viewpoint i think of sort of how uh onboarding will happen i you know i don't know you know when it comes to product everyone has a nuanced uh like product can become very nuanced outside of like the uh, we all can have the exact same vision, but our implementation ends up being completely different. And that's what's uh, awesome about a uh, product. That's one of the things that's really cool about it. But uh, but you also mentioned that you do have two separate teams. It sounds like you're investing primarily on the product side. I want to just, uh, you, you said that we do have a, a standalone NFT uh, side of things. How large is a team like that? Like, How do you think about structuring something like it? Like, I'll tell you on our side the way that, that we have it. We have multiple artists. Artists are like a large portion of that. We have strategy, although we don't have... Uh, well, actually, we do have a uh, technical assigned person who helps us with strategy right now, uh, uh, who may or may not be on the show. And then there's, uh, there's also um, uh, the, the actual... Then there's the product side separately, which we're also doing as well. I don't think we're doing it at the scale that you are, but uh, we're a lean mean uh, machine when it comes to uh, our sort of uh, structure. But is it something similar? Is it basically art and strategy? Is like how you think about a uh, essentially a, an NFT team? Is there a de- are there developers on that team? Is it a division? And and because I I think a lot of people are going to want to like continue replicating it, or is it a also a partnership with like agencies?
3: How do you think about that? for us uh, i mean we always love small teams right because i think human beings are the most troublesome part in building a company right that's why we just try to hire the best we can right and then just give them high salary and stuff in order to uh or hire a big team and stuff in order to manage people and stuff like that right so for us it's always a small team even for nigat i think uh we only have like 30 40 people in, in nigat right running our uh, hundred millions uh, of uh, our social media platform right so I think that part is is kind of like that uh, when we started our web free arm right we have about eight people in our web free team uh, uh for managing the 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 meme land stuff right on the product side uh that we will have and uh, we have another team to work on uh the products that I just mentioned right but the main reason I, I think I share that uh on, on other platforms as well is uh, basically the means fund for captains right is for us to scale up the team right because Honestly, if you want to build something, right, you still have to hire people to do that. But you just can't la- keep launching uh, NFT projects, right? I think maybe if you are an artist, it, it, w- it works okay. But if you are trying to build something bigger, I think um, we still need to hire uh, uh, better talent, more talents to join us. And that's something that we try to do this time. Because for get we always keep it a Very small team, very conservative, right? But for Web3, let's... We want to do something that we never did with Nike, which is okay, let's let's hit it big, right? Let's go big or go home. That kind of style.
0: Great answer. I mean, look, I want to ask one more question and I want to open it up if Kix or Spencer Signal and, Easy want to ask So we
2: can talk it. on some of, some, of the, uh, some of the stories as well and get some context on that. Um, but go, go ahead. What were we going to say? Yeah, I was
0: going to ask, like, Ray, obviously, you know, you've, you've done your homework on NFTs and, and the way that you're operating in NFTs is a very original way. Could you make any predictions maybe over the next 12 months, the next 12 to 24 months, what you think could be macro trends in Web3 and NFTs um, you know, we have our own ideas, but I'd just be curious, like when you think about it, what do you think, you, what would you predict will kind of happen, whether it's on the market side, the product side, just all things NFTs and,
3: and Web3? I want to be cool and say that we create a future, right? So that we don't make prediction, right? <laughs> yeah, but but actually, I, I think the, the current uh, Web3 or at least NFT, I think the current way doesn't work. Uh because um, on one hand, is uh because of the community and the unrealistic expectation, right, for the current uh, so-called gens, right. On the other hand, I think NFT is still very expensive to to a lot of people, right. I feel like the, the big shift, uh, which is also something that we are building right now, is can we make NFT an affordable luxury? Maybe around a hundred bucks, right? I think it's still quite expensive, but it's like going to a a, a good concert. Right, or having going to a good restaurant, right? I think that is a a sweet spot for uh, for branded NFT, right? That with uh, work with brands and stuff like that, right? Instead of okay, we minted at like one eve, right? Because to be honest, even if you minted a, a, a luxurious brand NFT, most of the time the brands doesn't know what to do with it, yeah. And and that's also echo to next question of uh, oh whether we want to work with uh, whether we are working with an agency and stuff like that. I think most of the agency out there they. Actually, don't know how to launch NFT projects. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that they are bad, right? It's just that, You're right. yeah, most of the time, maybe they bought some bought apes or bought a uh, right? And then the owners as a as an OG and stuff like that, right? <laughs> but 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 the Web three space moves so fast, right? So if you first bought your NFT two years ago, right, basically you didn't really follow that much on how the space has evolved, right? And when the bear market hits how come so many branded projects they didn't even mean out? It's because the whole dynamic has changed and the expectation has changed and people are very careful with, with what they do. That's why you see a lot of Gen projects still get kind of like pumped, but a lot of uh, kind of like a more established team and they didn't mean out. Right? So I feel like um, there's a big disconnect between the so-called web-free agency with the, the actual need and actual community. So I feel like uh, you have to get your hands dirty as a founder, as a team, you have to understand how it works, and then try to don't don't try to be too lazy, right? To think about all the things that's happening, and and that's also the fun part of Web3, which is okay. There's something new every single day, and probably a new matter every two weeks, right? I, we we talk about uh, uh, the um, the checks, right? Like four weeks ago, and then okay, open edition is the new matter, right? But maybe two weeks later, there's another new matter. I think those are the fun thing in in Web3, and I think as a founder, as a team. Probably you can't just rely on on an agency to do that. Yeah,
0: you definitely have to love it. There's no question about that, Nick.
2: Well, we're launching a whole checks division actually within our organization, (laughs) so I'm pretty excited about that. We may have missed it by a couple of weeks, (laughs) but I think that like, look, and what we're learning is you got to be more agile with this. When you see the memes come up, you just got to like, you need to be faster to get on top of it. So we're just, we're just. uh, I think what we need to expand that into is a meme division. In all seriousness, I, I appreciate your responses on this, and, and my questions may be uh, nuanced in terms of like organizational structure. But I I think back to like uh, the the years of like Facebook app development, and uh, at that time, you didn't even have like product analytics was like a new thing that was evolving at that point. In fact, I feel like a large portion of it came out of uh, out of the Facebook apps. You had. Um, at that time google analytics was the thing that, that was everyone was using and that was about page views and users on urls and then what happened was we started introducing like event analytics and there were uh, and then growth hacking became a thing out of it and there were a lot of sort of uh, structures including social media as a whole that became institutionalized and 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 organizationally within like marketing departments and product departments Uh, which we have like roles that exist within the organization. And I feel like with NFTs, there's something similar. Like uh, You can bet, hey, is this going to end up in the marketing department, which is where I think a lot of people will end up placing it. There's a side that ends up in the tech department, but it's comparable to uh, what we've seen before uh, with social media. And so that's why I end up asking these sorts of questions to understand, hey, how are people thinking about this as an organization? Because inevitably... Uh, whether it happens right now or uh, it happens in the next 24 months, as PO was saying, I do think corporations and organizations are going to be saying, Hey, how do we, how do we utilize this technology, uh, this sort of product area that exists, and that there's clearly a demand for, and how do we integrate that into our own business? And so uh, we're sort of creating the playbook for what that looks like. So that's why I ask those sorts of questions. And more importantly... We uh, want to be doing that ourselves within our organization, which is why why I ask about it. So I sort of like uh, enjoy comparing notes, Um, but uh, yeah, appreciate your uh, honest answers on that.
0: Thousand percent. I mean, look, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have nine gag CEO Ray Chan on the show today. What a show it's been. Gotta do a quick shout out to our sponsors, So Rare. If you sign up at the nifty.com slash so rare, you'll have an opportunity to play So Rare for free. It's a free fantasy sports NFT game. You talk about low-cost NFTs like we've been talking about in this conversation. The initial batch of NFTs that you get are for free. And so you're able to play every week. Uh, I've actually been getting my ass kicked a little bit in the uh, leagues that I've been playing in. Uh, A couple of my players haven't been performing. I am glad that I didn't uh, make a big buy on a John Morant card. All you NBA fans probably know about the meltdown that's been happening with him. But anyway, if if you... Want to play a free-to-play sports game where it's soccer, football, or basketball, or excuse me, soccer, baseball, or basketball, uh, soccer meaning international football, sign up at thenifty.com slash so rare. That's T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y dot com slash so rare. Um, So, Nick, we got buy, sell, and send it to zero that we're going to get to. It sounded like you wanted to discuss some of the stories of the space, perhaps with Ray. Uh, Nick, over to you. You can uh, lead the way on this. Uh, Appreciate that. Um, In terms of, uh, well,
2: there actually is a a, uh, relevant thing here. Uh, which is the other side? What is this? The expect- uh, the experience will be led by captains and other deeds holders. Second trip. So, is that captains from Meme Land? I don't think so. Yeah. Who <laughs> What? Unless, what are
3: captains? Who? Are, what is this? Unless Yuga wants to wants to acquire us, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think the rumor the rumor starts here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, but I definitely. Understand that uh, I, I definitely see that. I think we think uh, we all love uh, butts, right? And talk about thick jokes and stuff like that. I mean, it's kind of like we are in the same uh, same uh, channel, same uh, wavelength. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, we can probably work 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 together very well. Yeah, Yuga. Yeah, you can think about meme land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we created the
2: rumor on this show and then just you uh, heard just it here. First, the rumor. Uh, nine <laughs> acquisition by Yuga. Uh... So, yeah, I guess that's not happening. Um, what? Uh, real quick, I, I, I do think it's worthwhile to discuss this Vitalik thing. Uh, and it pumped as high as like 0. 0.55. It pulled back. Did By any of it, what, what was it? it?
4: Pumped as high as point? Did eight. you sell it that easy? No, dude. I papered the shit out of these. What, what did you I sell it? Six of them and sold between 0. 0.12 and 0. 0.14. Because wow. It, that was the first peak. And then it retraced all the way back to mint and then just took off. And I should have known. You had a bunch of people on the timeline shilling the shit out of this. And what I hated though was like, I think I might have been the only one on the timeline who actually did their research on this thing. The, Vitalik is not actually like a creator. You just get his ebook, which released in June of last year, and you get it virtually. So I was like, why am I holding this? It's an
2: ebook. Is he even officially associated with this? It did literally
4: he- says co creator him in the website that they minted the open edition on. Is his good causes website. So it's for like a, a donation website for like actual like good work, public causes, et cetera. So he is associated, but did he tweet like, about it? No, he, he tweeted about the website seven months ago, <laughs> tweeted about the ebook a year and a half ago, and then people were speculating he might tweet again. Which so your like, problem, easy is you did too much research. So you like, 110 IQed it. You really needed a 55 oh, okay. IQ this one. <laughs> I literally responded to thread guy. He posted it was like, so can anyone tell me what this is? I was like, you get a book, and he's like, and then what? I was like, you can read it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and that was it. Like that's that's
2: the value add. Ray, Ray how big of a holder are you in these NFTs here?
3: <laughs> I mean, I I think that shows a big disconnect between crypto and NFT, right? Bitcoin is like it's like a, a crowdfunding platform for crypto projects, right? Funded by by Ethereum Foundation, right? I mean, I'm not sure whether it's exactly the exact uh, condition, right? But basically, it's been around for quite a long time. A, a lot of good projects come out of Gitcoin. right? It's almost like you you support it, and then the foundation will also kind of like uh, give a one-on-one match, right? It's, Uniswap has, you know, came out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Ones. It's been around for quite a long time. Right, so I think right now when they do NFT and stuff like that, it's more—it's more like okay, it seems like to them it's like a marketing uh, trick, right, to get more people to understand what they do. That's why when I when I when I saw on Twitter, I also said I also saw the, the Fred guy uh, tweet first, yeah. And then he said, okay, why don't you uh, uh buy uh, uh an NFT that's uh by uh Vitalik, right? And I was like, every NFT on Ethereum is kind of like related to Vitalik, right? <laughs> and I would love to buy what Vitalik created and that's called Ethereum. Yeah, that's what I buy. Right. Everyday DCA and stuff like that. Right. So so that's why I didn't buy, right? I mean, I'm the Gen, but not that kind of the gen. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for
2: you, Ray, unrelated to this. What's the most expensive NFT that you hold? It's is a
3: board ape. It's my first NFT. Yeah. So you have one yeah. board ape? Yeah, one board ape, Yeah. Is the is the is the first one. Yeah. And uh, I, at that time I was so naive to think that okay, when I bought a board ape, I could be a cool guy. Yeah, but turns out lot uh, people don't care.
2: <laughs> literally, I, well, when I walk in the streets, literally uh, here in Brooklyn, women surround me and say, "and say, wow, you have a bored ape. I cannot believe it. I am inspired. What do I need to do to be with you? And it's actually, uh, so that's that's what it's like over here in Brooklyn. I guess it's not in your neck of the woods, uh, though. But yeah, I can barely get outside um, due to the flood of...
0: Uh, of ladies.
2: Female demand that's been uh, generated as as a result of my ownership in this, what, currently depreciating asset. Um, so,
0: <laughs> uh, well, uh, go ahead, Nick.
2: I was going to say, should we uh, should we cover any of the other stories first, or, or uh, we can uh, move on?
0: Yeah, I mean, we can move on. So, look, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a, a segment right here. Ray, feel free to participate. I also understand if you don't want to ruffle feathers, but ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little segment. Buy, sell, or send it to zero with is our very own intro? Easy Eats Bodega Day Trader Extraordinaire. I just bought one. No, you don't. Please sell it. Oh no. Zero. Send it to zero, Easy. <laughs> this thing is garbage. What? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Buy, Sell, or Send it to Zero with our very own Easy Eats Bodega. In this segment, we will name three collections today and their current floor prices. Le- give a little bit of context, and then Easy's going to let us know if he's going to buy them sell them or send them to zero. We'll also uh, go around the panel, we'll see if Ray wants to chime in. No no obligation to, but we'll see what Buddy, kicks signal uh, and everybody Nick think of these different picks. So easy, are you ready for buy, sell or send it to zero?
4: Oh, I was born ready. Uh, Didn't sleep last night. Was so excited for it.
0: <laughs> let's go. It sounds like a normal evening for Easy. First collection, cryptodes at 1.2 Ethereum uh, Clemente wrote that this is a historical collection by Gremplin. I don't know if it's a historical collection or just something that came out in 2021 by Gremlin. Uh, they are pixelated toads. Uh he is the same artist as Moonbird's Oddities. At one point, the floor price on Cryptodes ran up to 14 Ethereum. Uh, the CryptoPunk community really bought into Cryptodes. Board ape community seemed like all the NFT insiders were saying that cryptodes was a vibe, caused a crazy pump. Uh, easy, are you buying, selling, or sending cryptodes at one point two Ethereum to zero?
4: So right now, I'd be selling it. I don't think it ever goes to zero, but we are up to like this one two range again. It actually had some good volume today, uh, like twenty five sales, thirty sales in the last day, which is pretty solid. Thirty two ETH volume, and it's up about eight percent today alone. This, however, is right back into its previous range from like all the entire month of February was one two before it was confirmed that the cryptodes had nothing to do with sewer passes. There was a lot of speculation on it, like toad mode somehow being tied in, which caused a small run up. Got confirmed. It wasn't sold off to one. But my thing is, like with Gremlin, we're going to probably see more collections. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of my thesis. And this does have the historic value, but there's nothing else really going on with it. So I'd, I'd be perfectly comfortable taking profit here. That's twenty percent gain if you got it off the lows basically the entirety of March so far, um, and just kind of get out. I think there's better liquidity plays. Is my main.
1: Yeah, so. I would, I would, uh, I would sell these, roll them into Bitcoin Toads, which I own two of, which are now <laughs> worth point three Bitcoin. Uh, which, if you convert that, I'm no mathematician, but I think that's like three point
2: five for you. <laughs> okay. Um, huh. I gotta take, dude. I'm my portfolio is like all L's, like. Dude, I'm such a diamond hander. i diamond that that diamond hand into the ground. At this point I it's pay for like,
4: it, you diamond hand it. If we combined, we we'd be unbeatable.
2: Yeah, there we need some balance here. Um yeah, this is a ridiculous situation. Uh I I I was debating selling it yesterday, but I own one and it's sort of like what am I going to do?
4: Don't sell one. Like you've held this for so, with
2: so the long. $1500 that's so, in my opinion,
4: this is one of those things that like every cycle, cryptos will have its pump every <laughs> single cycle. Like when Clemente said it's a historical NFT, something about it gains a random wave of traction. And this is one of the ones like next bull, I could just see something causing them to run
2: up I, again just because of what it is. I just feel like the next bull is not going to be the same as this bull, but I, bull. I, but I like it. Uh, Ray, are you buyer, buyer or seller here?
3: I usually don't buy four. Yeah, I buy expensive NFT. Yeah, so oh, okay. if someone is is selling the ghost, right? Uh, because because the ghost is like the, the 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 top of cryptos, right? Then I will be buying some, right? Because I think for for this kind of NFTs, I really want to collect them. If I buy four. I don't want to send a signal that okay, I just keep flipping and stuff, right? I mean, maybe my alternative account will do that, but my main <laughs> account I just keep buying. Yeah. So, so
2: what's your <laughs> what's your offer price on the most rare toad?
3: <laughs> I don't I don't use offer. I just buy. I don't want to wait. Yeah. <laughs> so if you it's like listed, in- you may instant start saying like gratification. It. <laughs> if okay. if it's listed at a price point that I feel comfortable, right? Then maybe I buy. Right? So, That's how I bought my crypto dick butt. Yeah.
2: Would you feel comfortable at like $100,000?
3: $100, $100,000, that means how much ETH? Yeah, I don't think in dollars. Yeah. Uh, I think in uh, ETH, 75 e yeah. ETH. Maybe not, yeah. I think maybe 69 or, or lower. <laughs> okay, well, there we
2: go. 69 ETH for a, the most rare crypto. Praise uh, the fucking man, dude. <laughs> you may get a lot of DMs now. Actually, here's one listed for $69,420. So that this one is, seems this
3: is this is the ghost. This is not a big ghost.
2: Yeah. Uh, so this isn't the best. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. this one's a hard pass from Ray. Uh let's, let's yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry to the seller, but get that out of here if you're looking for Ray as a buyer. signal. What do you think? Are you buying, selling, or sending cryptos to zero?
5: Um I'm gonna say page is easy here. I, I'm gonna say sell. They always have the it's it's you know, it's a little bit little bit like dick butts. They just sometimes have this like anomalous movement. Yeah, and then, and, and then they come down. But the good thing about them is that they're here to stay. But I don't like Easy, I don't see a catalyst event right now. So I'd be a sell. But I love the collection. Well,
0: fantastic responses from everyone all around. That's a sell call from Easy on Cryptos at 1.28. Second collection out of three that we're going to talk about here on Chain Monkey. At three Ethereum floor price. So this is the first 10K collection to be- Sell the shit out of
2: this garbage.
0: All right, to be inscribed on Bitcoin via the Ordinals protocol. Since the Ordinals inscription was announced, they've done an over three X up to three E. The founder seems to be very respected from a technical perspective in the blockchain and Web3 space. Easy Eats Bodega on chain monkey at three Ethereum. Ethereum buy, sell, or send it to zero.
4: This is a sell for me as well. Uh, It's got its run up from the Ordinal hype. Ordinal's post Yuga. I actually posted a tweet like probably three weeks ago saying that post Yuga, I think Ordinal's cool off because like the next big catalyst on Ordinal's is probably Taproot Wizards by uh, Udi. And once that drops, I think you'll see another run because I think those cause some traction. But right now it's like the narrative of it all. And we're seeing a bunch of projects already do this. On-chain monkeys already inscribed on Bitcoin. So they have decent inscription numbers, which is like what's holding the value where it is right now. But the longer-term thesis needs like consistent user base on ordinals, which it is going up day over day right now.
2: This on-chain monkey thing is a complete scam. Look, <laughs> Raw Paul uh, – uh, That's not like, who this is. No, that's who that, – so on-chain monkey got popular because Raw Paul hot, had, had them on a space – they were talking about how this is like the first on-chain uh, PFP, which is bullshit. Like that's just like a straight up lie. And then uh, they were they were talking about some other. It it, it it was like it was marketed in this wave of 2021. I would say when when things were pumping and they were they were just riding this wave. They faded relevance is what happened and then suddenly bitcoin comes around and everyone's like oh, 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 oh i'm the, i'm the first basically but it just feels like um i don't know it just doesn't it does it doesn't give me the same vibe look i they're not they're not a rug pull I, the founder is respected um i don't know enough about the guy uh, to be honest uh i just enjoy talking shit but uh the the bottom line is um Look, I, I would sell the hell out of this thing because I, I just don't understand buying an ordinal PFP. If you're gonna get it, get like some original, like uh, and, and and you like don't Bitcoin know toads first sequential. Collection. <laughs> 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 All right, I I I mean. <laughs> Maybe CC0, right? Like, I I feel so like maybe CC, I did my research CC0
1: first sequential collection. Some 5K Frank, Frank D Gods did it a mile and a half later,
2: dude. I, I just think I don't know. This This whole thing is uh on chain monkeys. Out
1: Stark, he called me a bozo, <laughs> and so I uh bought two Bitcoin toads just for they, bozo protection.
2: They look so whack. So uh, the protection. on chain monkeys. Someone oh, not this one. Someone said, uh uh, that I'm so wrong about this. Good. Prove me wrong. Buy one for five ETH. Let me know no, what happens. No, I,
3: I'm, I'm a holder of Onching Monkey. oh yeah. <laughs> I, I hold for right? Don't, don't, don't cut my back. Yeah. I bought it almost like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Danny, uh, uh, the, the CEO of Onching Monkey, is, is our advisor of MemeLand. Right? So... What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I talk to Danny a lot. He's... Okay, turns he's, out... He's, he's one of the crypto OG who actually did an NFT. All right,
1: well, Ray, here's the thing. It's like a bind one right now. If Nick, <laughs> no, no, no. if Nick fudge your NFT, it's
3: skyrockets. If he well, buys it, if he you, buys you it. You've got to understand more yeah. about the team. That's the thing about NFT, right? I mean, if you look at the uh, Onchain Monkey artwork, it's so hard to navigate, right? Because it's like uh, uh, the artwork itself and then when the, the trace is just numbers, right? It's not, it's not very user-friendly, right? The moment that I bought it, I was like, it's so hard to navigate, right? That's why... <laughs> That's like, uh, I think when when they launch, I think they had um, a document to explain. Okay, what what number represent what trade and stuff like that. Right? They even and, linked
4: and the Ether scans to show you what it was to the number. They exactly. Like a full so it's like a, actually,
3: entry. it's a very technical project. What? Right. I mean, and and danny's probably the most technical NFT founder out there. Right. He <laughs> actually holds uh, the 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 talk when Vitalik was sharing at uh, at, at Stanford right before he launched uh, Ethereum. Yeah, he actually is very OG and okay. he knows his shit. I mean, the bad thing about Onchain Monkey is uh, I think the artwork is so Onchain that you don't... <laughs> it's so hard to compete with other NFT projects. Yeah. But they have a pretty strong community. I think uh, they did it as a free main and they have a pretty good DAO and then they keep uh, launching new really stuff. Really
4: strong community. Well, it's going to get strong, absolutely yeah. torched. For sounds, like,
2: uh, sounds like I'm totally wrong about this one, which is why... This is garbage. This project is awful. Send it to zero. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Ray just gave us an right insight. We need Ray to it. come back on periodically to give us this sort of inside uh, baseball thing because it's pretty clear uh, that we're not inside. We're just uh, loud voices. So appreciate that. Um, and it sounds like this team is the real deal. Hey, my opinion, I'm still not buying it. I just won't send it to zero. I think uh, I think Ray has a uh, accurate assessment here. And he seems way more knowledgeable on this subject matter than I am. I give hot takes based on just looking Stick at to your guns, Nick,
1: Stick to your guns, dude. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> all the well, pressure.
2: I just is, said I'm not buying it, okay? And I think the price goes down, okay? That's where I'm saying. I would short the hell out of this. It goes down a little bit, and then I'll buy back in at, uh, at .3 ETH, Ray. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but also up.
5: as well, like the timeline, wait, when this segment started, my understanding is the rules are it's a 90 day timeline, right? Yeah. So the, 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 like I'm on the same page as easy. It's a mm. sell only because in the next 90 days, there may not be a big catalyst event. They had the, the ordinal move. Before that, I would have to look back at the numbers, but it didn't seem to be strong pumps in order for it to go up.
4: Trading from 0.7 to one four range for like yeah. three and a half months.
2: So. Yeah, so-
5: the next 90 days, I think it's a sell. But if we weren't talking about 90 days, it's like from what Ray is saying, it actually makes me much more bullish. Sell, sell the shit time.
2: out of it.
3: That's what Signal just said. Just <laughs> yeah. absolutely dump this thing. I think uh, one of the comments also said that uh, Danny founded one of the largest exchange in crypto exchange in Taiwan, right? I mean, it's almost like CC started an NFT project, right? Kind of like that. Kind of like that. Yeah. So I think uh, I don't know the price because I don't really look at the price after I bought, right? I don't want to feel sad every day. Right? <laughs> That's why I didn't do that. Yeah, But I believe that on Monkey is one of the most interesting and technical team out there. Yeah, so uh, that's why I just keep holding. Yeah.
0: Well, I love to hear it, Ray. I should also note that people are not processing that multiple humans are speaking out of my mic, so I'm currently being attacked by holders of Onchain Monkey because they think that I'm a Nick and Dio. Easy. Perhaps Signal. Someone did specifically think I was Ray uh, as well. So uh, apparently, I'm I'm a lot of people today, which is okay. Dio, just what it? Can't believe you'd say
2: something like that, <laughs> and to, uh, dude, that just. Uh, unacceptable. Let's go to the last one. The
0: last one, ladies and gentlemen, the last uh, project to be discussed on today's edition of Buy, Sell, or Send It to Zero with our very own Easy Eats Bodega is the first edition of Gitcoin Presents at 055 ETH. It's already been brought up Send on the it show. Zero.
4: It. Send it to zero. It's an ebook. There's what is the value at? Vitalik's never tweeting about this. It's going to zero. I'm dead set in it. It was why I'm still like totally comfortable papering the shit out of this. The only way that this gets and continues legs here is purely if somehow the narrative is influencers pumping the shit out of it.
1: That's or it. if it just if it just blur surfs. You know what I mean? You know Could how like blur-surf. things just blur surf. Oh,
4: Machi owns six hundred of them, and last night there was more bids from over floor. There was more bids. There's thirteen thousand bids at 0.52. The supply is nine thousand.
2: I just want to. This is a piece of information unrelated to this, and I want to give. Uh, I want everyone to give their thoughts on this project. I got clarification on the captains' association with uh, other side and uh, other deed. It it turns out it's team captains. There's apparently going to be team captains associated with it. Uh, you should trademark that that word, uh, uh, <laughs> Ray captains, and then uh, tell them to they can't be using that in the NFT sense. But uh, okay, for this project, the Gitcoin thing, um, yeah, I I'm, I'm with Easy on this. Send it to zero. This this just seems so ridiculous. Anytime uh, Vitalik somehow gets associated with with some project, we see a temporary pump. But like. It's absurd how high this one pumped. It just feels absolutely ludicrous that you can send this to almost one E off of just pure speculation. I mean, it's nice to see. Uh, it's nice that the NFT market still has some, uh, some life in it. Uh, you know who the biggest holder of this uh, project is? Machi. Machi, in a very major way. He owns like 700 of these or something. It's some yet, of-
4: 847, all taken from bids. Blur farming's finest, so it takes... A singular button. There's more bids at 0. 0.52 than the entire supply of the collection. The whole thing.
3: I mean that is that is wild. It's right over over a thousand. A thousand and four hundred and eighty one. 1 I just check. Yeah. So it's not seven hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like fifteen hundred.
2: Yeah he's really banking on this coin being worth something i don't know like the, uh, why he's why down is he 128 doing
4: 128 from where his bids got accepted he, he no, has he's now up 86
1: <laughs> is he? yeah cuz he just kept like getting dumped M-D-C-A-ing. at big on the way down M-D-C-A-ing. yeah
0: well, he's uh he's got FU money. I think John Carlo, our friend John Carlo, very popular YouTuber, had a great tweet about this. He said, "Vitalik seems like the kind of da- guy to flood the market with new co-signed collections every year if it means he can raise money for a variety of charities." I'm guessing what will this do to floor prices isn't high on the list of things he cares about. I think that's uh a perfect tweet right there. Vitalik's like, I'm raising money for charity. I don't care if you buy this. Uh, You know, bingo, bango boom. But anyway, that's a send it to zero from easy and other members of the panel. Uh, I mean, Nick Clemente, do we have anything else that we have to cover? Clemente, anything else today? You're muted, buddy.
4: We're good to go here. Hell of a show.
0: Hell of a show. Ray, (laughs) thank you so much for coming, man. What a jam this was.
1: Yeah, Ray, honestly, you're a web three goat, man. Uh didn't didn't realize until the show, but uh love your vibes.
3: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and fans are shitting on me on Twitter as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Dude, I thought we, I, thought was, know, I thought was the buyer of Captain Sub Three. Who called it perfectly? This Dude, guy. You know, you know this who guy. we need to have
2: come on next is not Ray, we we barely we barely shit on you. That was like uh like that that was like the nicest, I, I feel like the nicest comment we've ever done. We've Ooh, gone yeah. hard. Yes, and, that's uh, why
3: I came. Because uh, because uh, uh, easy. I talk about buy, right? For captains. That's why I came. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't came.
2: <laughs> uh, well, the mo- uh, Pio's going to stop calling me the funniest guy and instead call me the most hated guy in NFTs. That's where I'm headed. Uh, I'm not doing us any political favors. But uh, Ray, thank you for joining. and really enjoyed the conversation.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, shout out to Ray, the founder of Meme Land and Captain's NFT Collection Potatoes all of those definitely check out those collections follow Ray at nine gag CEO on Twitter one more shout out to our sponsor so rare so rare has been around since 2018 it's an on-chain uh, fantasy sports games on layer 2 ethereum so if you like the NBA if you like uh, the MLB which is American baseball if you like international football specifically the English Premier League well they just signed a four-year deal with them uh, and look they got funding they they got- actually had the um, their last round of funding was the biggest ever in European history, the biggest ever Series B at $680 million in funding. So you know they're well capitalized. I talked about the volume. I talked about some of the big sales this year 50K for a John Morant card, 40K for an Anthony Edwards card, and 180K for a Giannis Antetokounmpo card. If you want to play against me in fantasy basketball or play other fantasy sports with NFTs that are free to play, right? You get them for free and you can win more for free and then choose whether you want to sell those or roll them back in. Sign up for so Rare at the nifty.com slash SoRare at THN dot com slash so rare that's our show ladies and gentlemen thanks again to ray the nine gag ceo for coming by we'll be back tomorrow we do the show monday through friday 9 a.m to 10 15 a.m eastern time each and every week well i'm surprised the week's already done it flew by again anyway ray's giving people what they want we will be back tomorrow 9 a.m to 10 15 a.m eastern time see you guys tomorrow